on feeling in the morning. What's up? Thank you for downloading the podcast, everybody. Today, Darius Boyd joins us. He has not been on the show. No, he's never been on the show. Ever. Well, we did one little interview with him, uh, backstage State of Origin stuff, but he but didn't... But that wasn't a real chat. We no. sort of did a game and he didn't really like the game no. and then you got annoyed that he didn't like the game. No. no. He's just not a game boy. I mean, he is when he is on the field, but off the field. But I, I would say business. today it was it was actually nice to have a full chat with him. You'll hear uh, him discuss a lot about the book and stuff that he's gone through in his life and what it's been like for him at the Broncos lately. Mm-hmm. I think he is going to do a, a, a lot of good for... Guys with mental health issues, because mm. no matter what you say about everyone's human, when you look at them on the field and you go, oh my God, they're so tough mm. and they're earning good money and feels like a lot of things uh, are in place for them, for someone like him still to go through depression mm. and have issues, they go, oh, okay, well, wait a minute. There's, and especially there's for, nothing wrong with me. People go through it. Yeah. And footy fans wouldn't generally be the kind of people you would expect to reach out when mm. they are. So to have him be able to step forward and do it, it's good. I was listening to a podcast. This is a bit of a long story. Have we got time? I got nowhere to be. I'm down. Let's, okay, cool. Let's go. So this, this podcast, and I've got to track it down, but they were talking about, you know, depression, and they're mm. saying how much we want to give antidepressants, but we still need to remember that it's circumcision. Like circumcision. circumcision. <laughs> that does get you depressed. No, I've got it's myself a hood, so I'm out of Sorry, I'm so sorry. That can I make I was you sad, depressed. But I have four skin. See ya. Yeah. And there was a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to hear this with, with clean ears now. <laughs> Okay. Okay, now go again, go again. All right, all right. I think it was Cambodia. And there was a doctor coming up and say, you know, that we cured his um, depression. And they're like, oh, well, how? You know, what was the medication? And this guy, unfortunately, was working in the rice field. Mm. And when he was working there, he... Um, he Sliced off his... Leg on mm. a mine... on a Landmine. Landmine. Blew off his leg. So he went to hospital and got it done. And he had like a, a fake one, a prosthetic on, and got back into the rice fields. Mm-hmm. And they were working there and he just, he couldn't handle it. He was depressed and the fear of it just mm. wasn't working. And they're like, but then we managed to cure him from that. And they're like, yeah, well, how did you cure it from depression? And they're like, oh, all the town got together and put in money to buy him a, a cow. So he could then become a dairy farmer. Right. right. So change of circumstance. Change of circumstances. But I think very often we are so mm. scared of changing our circumstances because mm-hmm. that's not the problem. No. Well, no, we, we quite often, the other thing I think is, we have an idea, and I believe this can be a huge cause of depression. It's not to say it's not real. We have this idea of how we think our lives should be. In our mind, we go, I'm, I'm going to be happy if I get this, this job. Yeah. I'm going to be happy if I get paid this money. I'm going to be happy if I get this car. I'm going to be happy when I get to this point in my career. But I think you get to that, and then you don't. You, you realize, oh, that wasn't the thing that makes me happy. You know, mm. We're always wanting more and we're always comparing ourselves to people and you'll always find someone who's doing better than you and you'll always find someone who's doing worse no matter any situation and the you're struggle in. struggle of the journey is what makes it worthwhile. Mm. All that being said, mm. I don't think you could possibly be, be depressed if someone bought you a cow, could you? Wouldn't that be a fun time? Do you cow want a the, cow? I would love a cow. Well, you should get a cow. Like I a think pet you can, cow. Yeah. yeah. Why don't, you can get miniature ones. I mean, miniature. not something you couldn't get... But you've got room for a cow if that's what you want. If that would make you happy, we will get you a cow. I I don't think you got the point of the little... Uh, message the she guy gave was depressed. He got a cow. Now he's happy. Actually, my trainer yeah. told me that story. It's bovine yeah, intervention. No, I don't think the cow that deserved a bit more. The cow what? is not. <laughs> what? What deserved a bit more? The bovine intervention. I didn't get it. Okay. The what? But a cow would make anyone happy. You know, it's because he left a job where he was unhappy and got a new job. Well, he was fearful about going back onto the rice. Yeah, but then he gets a cow. Yeah, but you look, to you meal... look at a the cow. They've just. Do you want a cow? I'm not. I don't think I'm beating around the bush about get wanting a cow. Get a cow. They're, they're very easy to come across. I'm going to say we can what? get you a cow, but I don't think it's going to make you any happier. I, well, I'm already. I, I'm already happy. But imagine I'd be that guy sitting around going, "You don't have a cow." Can you, you know, own what? a cow start, in the suburbs, like you've got the room for. There's it. There's two cows two blocks from me in Oxley. You're, You're kidding there. me? Yeah. yeah. But and how happy fields. are they? It's uh yeah. Well, they actually. <sighs> it's I drive past the house. Mm. It's a big block. And there's across the road, there's always like um, skip bins full of food. It must be like, mm. you know, throw out food from places. There's heaps mm. of bread there at the moment they feed them with. But mm. you've got to remember at your place in mm. Barden. Can mm. I own a cow in my backyard? Um, they'll, it'll crap everywhere. There'll be like just yeah, cow doesn't, paddies everywhere. He doesn't everywhere. do the garden like you. 
Yeah, but your house... It's good manure too, though. Yeah, but it'll stink. Like a farm. I don't think you'll care, mate. It'll smell like a farm. (laughs) So milk is probably the obvious reason why you might want to house a cow, but don't underestimate the value of your cow's manure. Yeah, see? A 450-kilo cow produces on average 27 kilos of manure a day. During the summer, most of this is spread over pasture by Mm. dung beetles and our chickens scratching around... Yeah, but that's... Okay. You would literally sell that shit. I collect it by the wheelbarrow load and put it either straight into the garden or into the compost. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, we'll get you a cow for your next birthday. Mm-hmm. So you say and that. if you are someone who is struggling at the moment, maybe it's your circumstances that you or need to break down. Or your Or your <laughs> circumcision. Or your lack of cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or call Lifeline. Uh, right, let's get into the podcast. Owning a milk cow. I think you've got to get a little one. Can you get a little yeah, one? Yeah, it'll turn into a big one. Mm. Now, nah, can you buy miniature cows? <laughs> <laughs> Serious. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Quality, eco-friendly flooring. Gat's good at that. So always ask for Gat Flooring. Got Gat? For more info, Google Gat Flooring or Global Alliance Trading. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, he takes pleasure in a tape measure. He's a planner with a hammer looking spelt in his tool belt. It's time to head to Abby's house and catch up with the one, uh, the only, Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. <laughs> hey, Stabby. How you going here, buddy? How are we, guys? We are good, mate. What's going on? Uh, I've just got a little koala on my, shoulder, on my shoulder. I can't put him down. He's screaming. So. Koala bear. Nah, a koala. little koala. He's a daddy's boy, isn't he? Oh, he's, oh, you, he's, he loves daddy. Yeah, he's a bit of a daddy's man, which is all right. I don't mind that, I suppose. No, you right? love it. He screamed <laughs> yeah. last night. I went to go and get him in the middle of the night, and he screamed yeah. and screamed because he wanted Scotty. And Scotty normally doesn't like getting up, but he always gets up to Kobe because he wants him. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, yeah, the you jealousy's know. real. <laughs> it's the last one, honey, you know, so you got to look after the last one. Is know? it? Yeah, well, I might have to have another, so I have a favourite. No. Shout out what? to the other two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I want them to want me. I've already got the other two, but I missed out on Cohen. Also, too, if it's Scotty's last one, who are you having your fourth with? <laughs> well, there you go, 131060. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that why you're on, Scotty? To try and find a seed for your wife? Or have you got something else you want to discuss this morning? Oh, yeah, that. And, oh, nah, probably not that. Uh, look, look, um... Just, just. Um, I think something needs to be done here. Mm-hmm. Look, I um, was driving down the road the other day going to footy training and a bloke pulled out in front of me and he's got a flat tyre. So, um, you know, you try and get alongside him and, you know, signals. So we need some car signals for certain things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants universal uh-huh. car signals. I wasn't into it, so that's why he wants to chat with you guys. Because he goes, what do I do if a girl's got a dress out the window? I said, does that happen often? Like, you know, no, they can't. stuck in the door. Yeah, you know, yeah. Never <laughs> Come on. Uh, out the door. And he goes, what do I do? Because he goes, then I just look like I'm beeping and picking her up. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pointing at it. Hello, let's chat. Yeah. And, and you can't, like, if you signal your hand like a flapping, it looks well, like you're doing he... a really camp wave to her. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, it's out the door, flappy flap. Well, he wants to come up with one for the tool. The tool I, um, I was just, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm just going to throw it over to you. I'll give you one each and see what you can come up with. I've already got to start. Okay. Right? Okay. So, all right, well, we'll start with you, Stabby. I've got a flat tire. What are you going to do? What's your signal? Oh, yeah, I would do like a explosion, like a, a balloon popping, like. Yeah, but that's not really going to work, mate. You so, gotta, sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm, think, <laughs> I'm thinking you stick your finger, in, your thumb in your ha- in your mouth and do the yep. blow up like a balloon. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, cool. Uh, He's thought about this way too no, this, I saw it. Yeah, mate, I've been thinking about this a fair bit. Right, yeah, Maddie, this is brilliant, mate. by the this way. I, I just want to let you know, Scotty, this yeah. topic... Yeah. Is yeah. in the top five, I would say. Oh. This is actually good gear. <laughs> this is people are driving along right now, going, "I've been in that yeah. situation and not knowing what to do." Well, we sometimes can't pull up alongside them, right? So yeah. you got to like get in their rear view mirror and no, no, try and do the signal. So, mm, mm, mm. I am crossing the U now, but your one is um, the trade. He's got his um, toolbox canopy up or the side of his trailer. What you, what's your signal there, Chan? What are you gonna, how are you going to alert me? Um, I reckon I am going to alert you by. Um, winding down my window, finding anything loose in my sort of um, glove box and chucking it out the window. So you're going, this is your, this is your tray. But if you're that close to just say it, no, he wants to do that. 
What like, do you, what like do you, a windscreen uh, wiper sort of style? Sort of like you get your arm out the window and flap like a bird. Yeah, you know, this, that means yeah. your tailgate's up. Oh, it's not your, yeah, your trains. Yeah, that's a good not one. Bad. Yeah, kind of. You know, another way around this, Scotty, and I know you've already got a head start on this one, we could all yeah. just learn sign language. We, ooh, hey, that's hey. very true. Yeah. 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 I know the sign language. I know how to do it. Yeah. Well, there is one well, universal sign everything. language we all use on the, uh, yes. on the road. Mm. Well, this is the one yeah. finger. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. What's your one for, for your wife there? Oh, Nabby, the tray. Someone's driving down the road and they've got their, you know, roof racks that come off or they're a bed and their bed's almost come off the roof. What are you thinking about there if you've got something tied down your roof and it's about to fly off? Well, if it's the top, could you not do like you pat your head? That's Ooh, good. that's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah your top's you, coming off. Could you paint your head and drive your car at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Why am I trying to get the, the test correctly? But that, that, that could that's work. That's good. I like it. What was your I idea? Was thinking, oh, have you seen that coming to America? Yeah, Eddie Murphy, classic, doing a sequel. Yep. Actually, no, no, that's for Team America, where that uh, the <laughs> doll... The doll waves his hands in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Durka Durka. You get a tie yeah, Durka's there. You get a tie roof down a bit better. <laughs> cool. Durka Durka. <laughs> uh, all right, Scotty, this is brilliant. We know there's tradies. We can see them on the, the Riverside Expressway right now. And yeah, flick your lights, go- tradies, if you agree with Scotty, because there's some good stuff there. We will compile a full list from Scotty, and we'll get it on the Facebook page. We'll reenact them for you, okay? Yeah, and we'll start it up. That's good stuff, Scott. You've done a public service. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060, anything you want to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Ben, in Red Bank Plains on First Calls, what do you want to say? Well, yeah, look, an odd hookup that uh, happened to me when I was uh, 18. Um, my my mother's friend uh, had a daughter who was quite attractive and being the young stud that I was at the time, uh, ended up having a bit of a relationship with her. Uh, after a while of this going on, uh, my mum's friend's marriage uh, ended up dissolving. Mm-hmm. Uh, give that a bit of time. She ended up marrying her friend's ex-husband, which then turned my girlfriend into my sister. Whoa! Oh. The old Star Wars manoeuvre. Wow. <laughs> did that stop you or did you kick on for a bit longer? Well, a little bit longer, but then we thought we'd better stop just because it didn't sound good saying that I was sleeping with my sister. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... And you can't really go, but I was there first. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. sister. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, nah, look, we're trying to help you. Nah, it gets too weird. gets yeah. too weird, especially... Well, at least, at least there's less family commitments at Christmas time. That's that true. is one upside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan uh, from Parkinson, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the air with us. You've got a brilliant story for us. Yes, good giggle. Um, so we went away and got to know Queensland a little bit. Good for went you. Went out to Mount Coulomb area, mm-hmm. and the daughters are into crystals. So we went to the nearest crystal shop, were very expensive, and then found myself at the op shop instead because I like op shopping. Mm-hmm. And um, on the counter, they have to give you some crystals. So I bought a couple. And they told me it was a good deal. They told me about. $60 for these things, so I grabbed a couple, didn't think too much about it. Um, the daughters are playing like their um, dragon eggs and things like that and playing a game and I'm like researching, did I get a bargain or not for $15? And they ended up being uh, yoni eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so they're pelvic, pelvic floor exercises. <laughs> yep, get your, get your kegels working. Oh, wow. That's right. I- mm. I can't. And I didn't know what to do. If I should throw them out, or like, do I wash them? Throw them out, or throw them in? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I can't believe they're selling them in a second-hand store. That's right. And then I I let them know about it too. I was like, hmm, should you sell this on the counter? Are these second-hand? Or and she's like, so innocently, like a little old lady. And I'm like, going, hmm, do you realize what these are for? Nah, she knew that was sixty dollars, Megan. Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. Yeah, they're probably hers, and she's upgraded them to new ones. That's it. Right. So, what did you do with them in the end? Um, I like to have a laugh every now and then, so they're sitting there to remind me of that good giggle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't tell anyone to have good a laugh. Work. Good work. <laughs> if someone picks it up in their hand at my house or something, that's the time that I'll tell them the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till your kids find out. <laughs> hey, Michael, you're on the air, buddy. What do you want to say this morning? Uh, I think Anthony Seabold's time is up. He needs to take the money and run, and I think his replacement has to be Kevin Walters. 
Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's going to depend on whether Kevy wants to give up his coaching spot for the uh, Queensland team for the State of Origin. He's just re-signed a new contract there. Oh, no. That, well, you can I do think... both, can't you? Nah. You can't. Can I ask you a question? Why didn't he get it the first time? Because he wanted it desperately. He applied for it. Why did he miss out? That'd be a question for the CEO. No one really knows why they didn't go with him. Um, to be fair, he was doing pretty well at South Sydney, and they did a bit of a swap deal with Wayne Bennett, if you remember. Yeah. They kind of swapped clubs. Because um, I remember his wife was posting that she was headless that he didn't get Yeah, get she was she was annoyed by it. I reckon they've offered him a million dollars, but the word is, Michael, uh, that apparently he wants more. He's, he's owed, I think, $2.6 over the next three years. But that's to work. So if you're not working and you're leaving early, you yeah. can't expect still to get that. But, I mean, it's yeah. n- that's not to say it's right, but if I think we all put ourselves in his shoes mm. and said, no, you made a commitment to $2.6 to me, are you going to walk away for that lesser money? Or are you and gonna... he's not going to be able to get a job uh, no. <laughs> very quickly either. Not a, not a the chance. Way he's performed. Yeah. So I reckon I reckon he'll leave, and I reckon it'll be uh, it'll be something they decide on. But I reckon the money will be higher if I had to had to make bets. Mm. But how much? Yeah. He's, he's going to rock up at training, is because there are no training today. So yeah. then it's tomorrow. There's... So depending on whether he'll rock up or not. Yeah. Who knows? What do you reckon about uh, the rumours of Cameron Smith apparently getting signed on to come to the Bronx? <laughs> we do need some old. We need, need do need some old heads. Mm. Uh, has his has his legs still got enough in him? Mm. Good point. Well, they're the same age as his head. So. Even if he was to do one year or two years. Yeah, mm. yeah, it'd be something. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. <laughs> I bloody knew it. He did. Sophie Monk, that is you, the dragonfly. Good morning, honey. Hey, Jelly, how are you going? He's uh, he is bragging, but he did post it straight away. Like as soon as he saw you on the TV, he took a photo, he posted it. Well, you in a mask, just to claim yeah. that he guessed first. Oh, look at you, Maddie. You can't even keep a secret from me. <laughs> um, you, were, you were excellent on the show. What made you... I know that you hate singing in public. Why, what made you decide to go on? I think the head. I was like, you know what? No one will know it's me and I'll be out first song. And then next week I was in there three songs. I was like, oh, no. Um, I just thought, I'll just give it a go. And there was something about having that head off. As a disguise, you don't really get judged, you know? Yeah. So, um, yes. to take head off. But um, it was so fun to be able to sing again. It's like being a little kid, you know, in disguising costumes. So I thought, why not give it a crack, even if I'm crap? And, um, yeah, it was so good. When you took that uh, the mask off and I was like, oh, there we go. She just looks fabulous. She looks beautiful. Because I've been obsessed with watching your hair in lockdown and you try and dye your own hair. And I was like, no, nah, there's none of that. Like, you looked gorgeous. Uh, Do you have to get your hair and makeup done every night just in case it comes off? You try and prep. Like, I, you make sure it's all washed and stuff, you right. know? And, and, yeah. I kind of knew, I think. I, I think with that song, I went, it might be my time. So, yeah, you try and make sure you look good. Right, so, so there's no gap between... So you all sing, and then then they say, hey, we know who's going to get out, and then do they do your makeup and then send you back out on stage, or do you get it done before the show starts? Maddie, do you really have to ask that question? You know my contracts. I made sure on the contract I ran and got a, a touch-up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I would have thought, because it was, it was like everything was just so perfect. I was like, yeah. yeah you wake up like that, so, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just after doing a sweaty performance, I just take it off, my hair's up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got the taste for it now? You're going to go back to sing it? I thought as well, you, you have an amazing voice. It's, it'd be a shame to let it go to waste. Oh, I don't, I don't know if the audience want it, but I... I actually have recorded a song with um, the vocal coach wrote a song with me right. uh, during it because we were in lockdown and everything anyway. So we kind of got on a Zoom and, and wrote some music. I'm, I'm just not sure people want to hear it, but it was fun for me. So, yeah, what, I'm you, excited. What, are you going to release it? You have to if you've written it. Well, I just don't know how to do it. I've forgotten how you go about it now, though. But, um, <laughs> hear what you yeah. do, Soph. You burn it to a CD. You send it to us here at B105. I'll put it in the CD player and press play on it. That's how it works. 
Jesus, uh, you use CDs? No. Now that I can set, oh. I, can, <laughs> I can set one up for old times' sake, if you like. Yeah. yeah. You just got a vinyl copy going around. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you can put it up on YouTube, isn't it a thing to do, or a TikTok now? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll try and figure it out to get it out somehow. Mm. If people want it, that's his. Yeah. How's that uh, that gorgeous boyfriend of yours going? Has he proposed yet? What's I haven't spoken to you in a while. Why is he not? Why, why is he not going going ahead with this? Uh, I've been in lockdown for about twelve hundred years from this <laughs> show, so mm. I thought like pranking Jackie, uh, Jackie O. I I thought it'd be like one week. The next minute, I was like, you know, I've been. This is probably my fifth week of lockdown. So now I'm in Sydney in a hotel lockdown. Mm. Oh, of course, because you come back from from yeah, there. Yeah, you guys have it easy uh, compared to the rest of yeah the rest of Australia. So you got to come back nowadays, like international, and do a lockdown in a hotel. Right. So does that mean you haven't seen him for the, how long? Uh, six weeks. Oof. Oh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when you while. get home, that's when the proposal will happen. There'll be rose petals at the door or something. Y- you would think. <laughs> have you done I'd what like I... would think so. Yeah. Have you done what I used to do in make it clear of what ring you like, or are you going to trust him to do it all himself? Oh, at this point, I'd, I'd take an onion ring. <laughs> 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 Don't say that out loud. Don't let him hear that. <laughs> How are you finding? Do you miss Queensland? Because you're a Queensland girl. You were living on the Goldie, and you obviously do you move move to Sydney to be a bit closer to closer to work? Yeah, and stuff? that's right. Well, Central Coast because it reminds me a bit of the Gold Coast. So I do miss it. But um, but having said that, I do love where I live now. It's beautiful. So um, near the beaches and stuff. So yeah, it's mm. all good. So you would have missed as well all the corona stuff that happened because they shut the show down because some backup dancers yeah. had, had coronavirus. Did you have to get tested for that? No, well, you get tested at the airport when you come back in. Mm. Some people do. So, yeah, I'm pleased. That's good. But um, I don't know how that happens. Honestly, you could not social distance more on a show like Mars Singer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, it was full on. But you'd all come back for the finale, so I guess that's just on hold for a while. Yeah. 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 But it's just all, I'm sure it will, you know, but um, I don't know that part yet. Mm. They don't tell me that stuff. Yeah, right. Um, now, we did see you also, you rented your house out. You got a beautiful house on the Gold Coast and because yeah. you, you moved. I know your parents live in the, um, you've set up like a little granny flat for them. Whoever takes on the lease, do they have to have your parents there as well? Because you know how you, when, <laughs> no. when there's a granny flat, I've done that before, rented a house with a granny flat and the, owner's, the, the owner's parents were at the front. <laughs> Oh, no, no, everyone's moved out. Oh, okay, so, yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, we all kind of have to. Yeah. See, we I didn't mind it because the parents who lived at the front, they would bring down, like, she'd cook and there'd oh, be wow. food left over and I she'd just, come and drop it down I would down do it and house. not tell them. Like, do you know, they're just other tenants. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And then they get to spy on it and it all sort of works yeah, out. Yeah, you've got, like, a landlord there. Yeah. 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 Hey, well, <laughs> look, you did a great job uh, on the show. I, I thought you sang amazingly, so we're looking forward to When you get that CD burnt, make sure um, you send it to us here, <laughs> here at the top of Caxton Street, all right? <clears throat> I will. Thanks so much, Daddy. Right, good Thanks to talk guys. to you. Uh, Sophie Mark, there she is with us here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Testing. One. Two. Three. KFC have uh, done the responsible thing after complaints saying, look, finger licking good. You can't you can't show that during COVID. You shouldn't be licking your fingers, shouldn't be touching your fingers on your, near your mouth, you know what I mean? So yeah. they're like, no, let's stop it. It's been around for 64 years. Wow. It's worked through everything mm-hmm. until COVID. So they're just putting on hold, Manny. Right, Don't so get upset. No, I just... He's just upset. Play. You know I love the red lunchbox. And I just, the, the lick at the end is just the. If you want to hand sanitize and lick, all right, you're able to do that <laughs> in your own to, home. But they're I'm just saying to, they're not yeah. going to do it in the adverts. No, and that's cool. I'm cool with that. And I can't wait till the unprecedented times are gone. Lick so away. We can lick away. Lick, but, lick, lick. Uh, we're going to test you now. Um, Melissa is on for a sound test. Morning, Mel. Morning, how are you? Good. So we have um, some of the jingles and ads of great foods. From um, some of them are from the past, yeah. aren't around as much anymore, and some of them you'll definitely know. You got to tell us if you can pick the restaurant or the brand, okay? Okay. All right, Here we here's go. The first one. <laughs> oh, that's the, oh, that's no. the easiest one, Mel. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh. 
McDonald's. That's just oh, Justin just Timberlake, isn't it? He did do a, a version, version of it. Of it. He, yeah. he wrote it, yeah. yeah. Oh, did he write the yeah, actual jingle? Yeah. 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 Made a God. fortune. Matt and Castle Dine, we're going to throw you a jingle from a ye olde or even a more recent fast food place, and you've got to tell us what it is, okay? One, three, double, one, double, six. One, three, double, one, double, six. One, three, double, one, double, six. Pizza Hut Delivery. Hey. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Your eyes light up when you do this, Matt. <laughs> you, know, you know me, I love fast food. <laughs> See, my Stop. number, that wasn't my number. My number was um, 3892111. Well, yeah, that was when they nationalised it. Yeah. yeah, but everyone, like, even you had the, the local number in Gladstone mm. and stuff. Mm. And I think back then, too, you could ring, because it was local... And someone pick up and it'd be someone you knew from school or whatever. But now it can go to Sweet. like a national you, place. You, you were going to get extra pepperoni that time. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> Free garlic bread. Caitlin in Maruka, are you ready for yours? Yeah, ready. Oh, this will take you right back to your childhood, everyone. You ready? Yep. Ready? Everyone should know okay. this, okay. Caitlin. Chicken tonight? Yeah! Yeah! Chicken tonight! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicken tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the most popular one? Was it the... Oh, creamy they, mushroom? Yeah, creamy mushroom. Creamy mushroom. You still have them. Yeah, I know, but just chicken and rice. But when they first came out, it's like your mum used to put it into a rotation three times a week. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's an apricot one. Get yes. that in there for something different. You know, this is fancy. You whip it up in ten minutes. <laughs> Kate in Corinda, are you ready for your sound test? Yep. I'm a smoother kind of koala. <laughs> And all of my friends, they agree. They call me. <gasps> Kate's a bit young. Oh, Kate's 19. <sighs> Used to bite off the feet first. No, you didn't. Well, really? No, head. head. Straight Why to the head. Why would you do the head? 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 I what... do the feet first because there was none of the goodness in there, and you were saving it for later. That's why oh, you got caramel it. Koala. Yay! They call me caramel. I'm with Dad. Bite the head and watch it bleed. What would you do, Kate? When's the last time you ate one? How would you eat it? Oh, probably the head first. I reckon the ears. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you monster. Yeah. No, you cut it like that was my favorite one. So you cut off, you do the feet, and then you turn over backwards and you peel off the top, and then you've got the head for last. I feel like I don't even know you. I'll give you a tutorial on how to eat a caramel koala correctly. Okay. All right. Correctly. Yeah, we'll keep, blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> Talia in Bellbird Park, are you ready for the very last one? Sure. <laughs> Love our veggie mite. We all adore our veggie mite. It puts a rose in every cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And there's a chance for Queensland. More than that, Darius Boyd scores his 17th Origin try. And he's scored a lot of them as well. I'm sure they'll be mentioned in his book, which is out now. Darius Boyd's memoir, Battling the Blues, and he is on the air with us this morning. G'day, mate. Hey, guys. How you going? They're good. Now, Darius, people would know you from on the field and how many awards and premierships you've got, but for you to share such a, a personal and raw account of what you've gone through for mental health, you're going to help men all over Australia. How much did it help you, I guess, in your mental health going over it in the book? Yeah, no, it did. It was a great deal, actually. Um, it's a bit like I always say, it's a bit like therapy for myself, you know, just going over some things and... Mm talking about you know, your struggles and issues and you know even some of the challenges you've had but also then the positives of part of it of you know coming through those times and, and feeling happier and better and you know more comfortable I think that's all part of the journey and it's, um, you know if I can help others that's um, you know, part of the process as well I think the last uh, little while at the Broncos has probably been the toughest um, for you for us to watch because you've had a lot of critics and a lot of people you know um, I think have pointed fingers at you over the, the last little while and you've come out and said about trolls and stuff. Um, h- how's it feeling now that you've come out? You're starting to come out the other end of that and you're playing some good footy and, and you know, people um, in your last year are starting to be a bit kinder. Yeah, I suppose sports has its you know, pros and cons and uh, you know, social media probably has a big part to play in that as well these days. But, yeah, look, you know, I've, I've learned a lot over the last probably six or seven years since I you know, put my hand up and asked for some help with my mental health and my well-being and 
um, a lot of those things uh, I've practiced and are in my book about some tips and strategies you can do to you know, po- get some positivity in your life and really um, bounce back from you know challenging times. And um, yeah, I'm in a really good space. You know, I have a great family at home, great support network, and um, I'm really just trying to enjoy these you know, last couple of games I have at the club. And can I just take a moment and do just a, a clap for the, the pun title? I mean, that's genius. <laughs> that works nicely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Just a I didn't get it. Uh, I was like battling the eye of the blues. I was like, yeah, what's yeah. he talking about? He's in a Maroons <laughs> jersey course, on the front. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Darius. I'm not as, we're not as quick as some. Stav loves. I liked it. Loves a good pun. <laughs> um, mate, uh, I, I haven't had a chance to, to read the book yet. I'm very excited to, to get my ears over it. I'm a slow reader. So, um, very, well, there is an slow. audio version you can get. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Do you voice it? Are you going to voice nah. the audio? All oh, right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> how, how much have we we saw in the news as well? A, a lot of the things that you battle with um, with your wife, and you are open, and she was very op- open about talking about the struggles in your relationship with cheating and stuff. Do you cover a lot of that in in the book as well? Yeah, we just go over a lot of different things. You know, the, the hardships we've had, you know, throughout our journey as a couple, and, and you know, my life as a, as in general as well. You know, whether that's um, all different things, um, but it's just I suppose really focusing on you know the mental health battles and the struggles and, and what you can do to you know, promote good mental health and also just some of the tips and strategies you can you can have to really get yourself back on the you know, right track and, and and living a good happy and healthy life I guess. If if there is if you would hear someone's listening to this and and you say there's a lot of tips and that in there if someone has maybe a secret or something they need to share with their partner and they're wondering whether to do it what would be one of those strategies like how did you go about confronting that I think it's just about being open and honest um, you know for me personally um, you know I was hiding away from you know life and, and you know, the media and the spotlight for such a long period of time and um, I think it's just about you know being open and honest and comfortable I think that's uh, the first thing and the first step in any you know process of you know getting healthy and happy and uh, it's something that you know I've learned um, to to do in all phases of life. I think that's something that anyone can um, take the first step. Because I think people see you on the field and then you know hear about your battles and they're like, "Oh wow, I didn't I didn't see that." Was football always an outlet for you to get away from all that? Yeah, definitely. I think um, my childhood was was challenging with you know a lot of my support you know people not being around for different reasons. Yeah. So I think rugby league become at, at such a young age become. You know, my number one outlet, my like uh, something that was always there and was always part of my life. And um, it wasn't until you know rugby league started to not go the way I'd planned. Um, probably eight, seven, seven, eight years ago, that I really started to struggle. I felt like my whole life was you know come crashing down, and that's mm-hmm. when I had to put my hand up and ask for some help and, and deal with not only my uh, struggles at the time, but you know some of my struggles that I probably picked up from you know, my childhood. Yeah, what, Wayne Bennett's always been someone you've looked up to. Um, and you've, or everyone's known you've had had a great relationship. How how instrumental was he in, in helping you stay on top of what you were going through? Yeah, he's been massive. Not just um, at the start of my career, but even you know, till now we we still keep in regular contact. And you know, Wayne uh, was someone that you know really put an arm around me. He just took me in uh, when I first came to the Broncos, and um, I probably needed uh, that you know, love and support and just um, a bit of a mentor, a bit of a, a bit of guidance mm. uh, from someone like Wayne and. Um, yeah, a lot of um, gratitude and uh, I owe a lot to Wayne for you know all of probably 14 or 15 years that he's um, really taken me under his wing. Well, we're speaking to Darius Boyd. You've got your memoir, Battling the Blues. Um, it's out now, mate. Uh, stick around. We'd love to chat a little more when we come back, all right? Cheers, Norris. Nice. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And there's a chance for Queensland. got a memoir, Darius Boyd's memoir, Battling the Blues. It's out now. Darius Boyd is still on the air. Thanks for sticking around this morning, mate. All right, thanks, guys. Your uh, front page of the Courier Mail, um, the, the Broncos, uh, it's uh, during a, a training thing, and I think they're all looking at you for words of advice, and they've been saying how much you've helped at the club, especially over the last week. Is that something that you want to go into next year? Would you go into mentoring or some sort of coaching management role? Yeah, it's something that I do enjoy. Um, it's something I'd like, obviously like to stay in rugby league in some way. Um, you know, it's been a big part of my life for a long period of time now, uh, the game. And um, if I could stay in some way and, um, and help you know, the, the club or the group or even the NRL or whatever, then yeah, I'd be happy to do so. Has it been hard being in a, a leadership role and having the headlines of them going out for, for lunch and you weren't mm. involved with them? But is it hard after when you're like, guys, what's going on? 
Oh, it has its moments, I guess. Um, this year's been a bit of a, you know, a, yeah, a challenging one to say the least. I mm. guess um, not to mention, you know, COVID. What everyone's going through as a as a country and as a, as, a, as a world, I guess. But you know, as far as us as in the rugby league space and the sporting environment, um, you know, we've been in bubbles and home isolations and quarantines, and then there's breaches, and you know, it's just been. So many different things going on. It's been uh, hard to keep up, to be honest. You should just say, I shouldn't have to be the dad to all of you guys. I've got two little girls at home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it when I go to work. <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen with um, Anthony Seabold, mate? Do you know t- much about that? They're obviously trying to work out a deal with him at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, obviously you hear and read what you see in, you know, in the media, but uh, we got told yesterday at training just to prepare as the Seeds will be back tomorrow at training. And mm. we've got a you know, job to do on, on Friday night, and that's kind of... You know, we've got to prepare well because we're playing a you know, strong team in the Roosters on Friday and um, whether Seabs is here tomorrow or not, then it remains to be seen. Do you think Kevy will take the job? Oh, if Kevy got offered, I know, I know, I'm sure he would. I mean, I know Kevy um, has wanted the job for a fair while now and um, I think you know, if, if he got offered the job, I think um, you know, his resume and what he's done as a player and had a coach at different levels, uh, he's been an assistant at the Broncos before, so uh, I think he understands what the club's about and do a great job if, if asked. Well, I know that uh, Maddie's at the stage where he thinks he could do a better job and would like oh, to take the, take the role. No, that's not true, Darius. I just want to... You know what? I, I No, nah, I wouldn't be good at it. He I get to the field and he broke his ankle in the first five minutes, Darius, and had to have surgery when he went back to play footy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that can um, coach from the couch, but yeah. <laughs> in the spotlight. <laughs> no, to, you know what? To be fair... I reckon people have been critical of you, and I've never said anything on air, but speaking to other fans off air, I've probably pointed the finger at you a few times. And and having watched this year play out, I actually don't think that was fair. I should probably apologise for that because I think... probably then, apologise. Well, no, 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 I I am apologising. I'm I'm saying sorry because I think there was more going on at the club and I think it was quite admirable, if this is what's happened, that you just didn't say anything. You just let it play on behind the scenes and you just went out and, and played and you didn't say too much. Yeah, look, I think um, you know, criticism is warranted sometimes, especially when the team isn't, isn't doing well and that's been us for probably, um, you could say, 18 months. And mm. you know, whether we have excuses, you say it's a young team or a new coach or you know whatever we, you, know, you use, end of the day, we're in a results you know, business and we've got to get results and... And the Broncos have a rich history, standing back 30 years, and they used to a lot of success. And um, it's well documented. It's probably been the worst season in the club's history this year, in particular. So that comes with criticism. I think we all understand that. And, um, but it's just about you know working hard and getting your job done. And we've got a young group that are probably starting their careers and probably have really understood how you know the, a season works and what criticism can come. But I think they're all getting used to it. And, part and parcel of sport, I guess. You understand it, but yet reading it is harder. And I know that your beautiful wife, um, Kayla, has had to sort of defend it. She finds it really hard on, you know, social media when a lot of comments are coming out about you that it's untrue. And, you know, we've noticed, you know, well, especially in the headlines, that there's so many um, rumours starting on social media about, you know, Broncos coach and all that. Are you on socials or have you off for that, that reason? You know, I've had social media or ever, really. Um, it's just something that, well, firstly, wasn't, it wasn't something that's ever been something I've enjoyed or been a part of. But secondly, mm-hmm. I think, you know, for my mental health and well-being, it's something that, you know, you just don't really need to read and listen. Yeah. yeah. But for me personally, it's just, um, you know, sometimes being in the dark about things and not knowing what's going on can uh, be beneficial. And, you know, when you're going through a tough time or there's some challenges, um, you don't need to be reading too many, you know, no, uh, it doesn't help. Yeah. Do you think that it should be more punishment? Because there have been people saying that they deserve, um, I guess, to, to be either sued for those comments. Do you think there should be more punishments for the bullying online? Yeah, I, I definitely think there needs to be something done. I know, I know, you know social media is not going to like stop fake accounts and people yeah. doing these things because that probably helps their business. But when you talk about mental health and well-being and you think about, you know, I've got young girls at mm-hmm. home that will go to school one day and want social media and... You know, if you, you, when, you, when we were kids, you go to school and you get bullied at school and you go home and you get away from it. But yeah. I think young kids these days, you know, go to school, get bullied, they come home, get bullied on social media. And I think that's going to be something that we really need to look at and consider going forward. Well, you retire at the end of this season, mate, um, and you'll have a little bit of spare time on your hands. Is there going to be an addition to the Boyd family? <laughs> Is it going to be like, all right, babe, I'm home? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, look, I think we've always said we've wanted 
a bigger family. We both we both come from small families. Um, so I'm only, only child, and so I've always said I'd like a you know a bigger family. So we've got two at the moment. Uh, maybe three or four would be nice. Right. Three or four. Is Kayla hearing this for the first time? Is she's okay with that? I always said three, and she's lately said four. So it's oh, not there you go. Love it. smart yeah. man. He knows she's she's going to choose. Uh, <laughs> well, look, mate, we haven't had you on the show in a long time. We really appreciate you calling through this morning. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Hi, everyone. We're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, seven eight a.m. Ten grand. That's how much you win every time you play. Letters and answers to make it easier for you. 7 a.m., you're looking at D for drums, and 8 a.m., we want T for tango. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Here's resolution. Here's resolution. 2020 resolution setting. Are you guys going to get involved? Yeah, I'm down. This is fun. So the 1st of September, we're going to press restart mm-hmm. because 2020 has been a little bit bollocks. Mm. Control-Alt-Delete. Delete. And everyone's like, oh, can we just start the year again? Yeah, we can. We can. But let's not waste it. Let's get some positivity. I know that it's a bit hard um, towards the end of the year. You know, there's still lockdowns happening. Mm-hmm. But for us, we've been all right here yeah. in Queensland. So Seems what's your crossed. New Year's resolution? Say it now because mine is I'm going to get like super fit. See, I'm not going down that path. You don't have to. It could be to eat more ice cream. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Why did you look at my boobs when you said that? (laughs) Could you possibly eat more ice cream was what she said with her face. it's hard to focus on your eyes. You look me directly. You Eyes up here. Eyes up here. Hey, think of all the speeding tickets you've got out of, mate. Yeah, that's true. They're worth it. Whatever you want to do. I mean, it's nice to do something that you want to achieve in a positive way. In 2020 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to party more. Because yeah. at the start of this year, oh, yeah. I was on a bit of a roll. You were getting loose. I'd changed. I'd oh, started we were going doing out. out. Like impro sort of. Yeah, yeah. like I was, I was stopping the planning of stuff. And I felt like that was ripped out come March when, when it kicked into COVID. It really did, didn't it? So I'm going to end the year with a bang. Mm. Why don't you guys go clubbing? You've got your, your son's now 18 to look after the kids. You and Esther go out to the club. Yeah, go Eight. sit down in a loud environment where you can't dance. I'm, I'm happy to sit down in the club. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Works out perfectly great. Yeah. It was only ever the hot girls. You know, you walk in and you're like, I really want to sit down. Oh, there's, only, there's a group of hot girls. They've all taken the couch. Mm. I go over there, it's going to be creepy. So really, it's perfect for you. You sit yeah. down, you drink, you just look at the DJ, say that's not what I would have played as DJ party. Give him a thumbs up. Go, good tune, bro. Yeah, right. so I'm. I am. I'm gonna from September one. Be more yeah. social. I'm just gonna party. Are you as gonna party that night, can. that Tuesday? I will. Nah, maybe not the Tuesday. Who makes a New Year's Eve on a Tuesday when you've got the power to put it where you want? Can't we put it on the weekend? It's got to be the first day of spring. It's the spring yeah. clean. What about you? What are you gonna do? Um, I've already started. I'm taking singing lessons. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's great. Mm. That is good. Yeah, and then I'm gonna go on the voice. So you're gonna perform for us a month after. A month after what? New Year's Eve. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. When, when's your last lesson? I don't know. What do I mean? I think I'm f- four of 12. Yeah, so around right about the 1st of October, you could do like, or November. Yeah. <laughs> you should, re- what you should do is you should re-perform mm. your, your classic debut single that you did. Yeah. And see how it sounds. Yeah. Maybe I'll work on another one. But no, that's no, we, no, we, no, have to, we want to hear a comparison. Oh, you'll hear a comparison. That's why I'm yeah. on my I mean, knees. How do you improve on that? You. Come back, this is the raw original recording. The only mm-hmm. It was done in the old Hit 105 studios. Was. Yeah. was. Yeah. So you heard it here first. You're going to perform that in October or November? Live. 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 Simulcast on the SBS. <laughs> See how fun New Year's resolutions are? Nope. <laughs> and I'm going to sit <laughs> right yeah. there, front and centre. Eating ice cream. Smashing tins. And you, you'll be so hot by then you can be my da- backup dancer. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to get super fit. <laughs> yeah. What do, you want to wear? what do you want to wear? Uh, your grid girl outfit. Yeah, that ain't going to fit. <laughs> That's You've got to chop, work at it. Chop, chop. Yeah, I want to yeah. get fit. I don't know about... Oh, fit, but the same size. You've got size. me up on stage banging out a classic. I think you can strap mm. on some... That song is pretty... Bloody depressing to dance to. <laughs> well, your job. I don't want to. Your job is to make it sexy. Yeah, good point. Okay. Yep. So Done. you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. You can do God. that. That'll be yeah. fine. Can oh, we this play is a little bit again. This is no, so. This, this is, is going to be good. me. I'm going to be up on All right. stage, and you not remember. I'm not allowed to dance, so I'll have a like a. 
adult. Well, no, you can dance because you're performing. I'm performing. Okay, but cool. you'll just have to wear one of those Perspex face masks when you do it because you'll okay. have to be getting Perfect. all sexy up near Stav. All right, and then? <laughs> so so you'll have... Here, actually, I've got the old face mask. Oh, God. I, this, you, you'll be able to see this on the live stream and on the video. I had a face mask for when I was squeezing people's pimples when they came in. Months so, ago. Abby, well, no, that part goes on the top of your head. <laughs> so, at, no, that's the top. That's the top. So that's it. Just hold it in your face. So there you are. You're going to be all sexy. That's why I'm Shimmy on in. my knees begging yeah. you. <laughs> come back, ah. please. Yeah, that worked. The only thing you left me. Yeah, we got some time. There's a, lot, got some time. <laughs> There's a lot of boob and grinding in that day. What else do you do to that song? I'm saying the keep it up. So 22. 2020.2 is already looking a bit dicey. <laughs> what no. is your New Year's resolution, guys? Let's let's claim it right now. 13, 10, 6. This is going like to be... dancing? Oh, Danny, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah do yeah. yourself a favour, as Molly Meldrum would say, and get on the Instagram. That vid- the get, mm. Let's get that video up instantly, please, Parente. That is going to That's a video it. only a husband will appreciate. <laughs> get that fun feeling in the morning. Halifax Retribution, it uh, premieres tonight, quarter to nine on nine. The star, Rebecca Gibney. Good morning. Good morning. How are we going? We're good. Excited that you're jumping back into the role. And I guess this time you've also been executive producer. Yes, I have, which has been fantastic because I've been, you know, able to be involved in casting and scripts and stuff like that. It was it was a great time. When you get the EP role as well, is that when your actor mates start texting you and being like, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, Gibbo, it's your, it's your old mate here? I might get the, yeah, I might get the occasional one, <laughs> yes, a little bit. Who, who, who's the one Who's the one that you know that they're going to flick you a text? I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> oh. I'd, be in, I'd, be in, I'd be in deep trouble. <laughs> All right, let's think of the ones that are out of work. Hugh, and Hugh then Jackman, we'll... <laughs> was he, is he the one? Hugh, Hugh Boy? Gives yeah, you a yeah, no, yeah. He, he did kind of, yeah, he did kind of say, look, you know, if there's a role open for me, let me know. <laughs> you said no way. Hey, I did hear a rumour about you, because now you're like the, the boss. You can do whatever you want. But I heard a rumour about you on set, and you can say whether this is true mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. that yes. to, to p- pick everyone's spirits up, that you'll send, like, an ice cream van to set or you'll get, like, massages for everyone. I do. And I buy donuts weekly as well. Weekly? <sighs> weekly donuts from Rebecca Gibney? What? That's just... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because, you know, when you're working on set, it's, they're, they're long days and they can be really hard work, and particularly if you're filming in winter. So I, I always try and cheer everyone up. So it's a little treat. Once a week, there's a definite treat somewhere, I whether it's a massage person or a Mr. Whippy or donuts or something. Just want to check that our executive producer is listening outside. Can you just can you just confirm in your microphone that you're hearing hearing what Rebecca said there? Yep, taking it on board. <laughs> we used to you do might that. Want to remember? start with your tone. Yeah, we used to do that. What, what do we call it? Shock and awe, surprise and delight. Surprise and delight. Yeah, because yeah. Hugh Jackman does it as well. Remember, he always buys a lotto ticket for mm. people, and I don't know if he's had anyone win before, but he always buys that. You've also uh, been you've had to self isolate when you're in New Zealand, and uh, you posted a picture of. The, the police officer who turned up to check on you. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he did. He did. He came. Sam came down the came down the driveway, and knocked on the door just to make sure I was, you know, hidden away, which I was. Mm. And now I'm in Sydney in quarantine, and I've got nurses knocking on my door a couple of times a day, just going, "You're right, just making sure you're okay." Oh God! So you're you're in a hotel now, or are you you're doing it yes. from home? I'm in a hotel. No, no, no. I'm in a hotel in quarantine in Sydney. Wow. How, how are you going in there? Because we, we are hearing stories. Some people are saying it's just it's a nightmare. Look, you know what? I'm better off than most. I've got a window that opens, and I've got lovely nurses that do check on me. It's hard being away from family, but you know when you think about all the people that aren't getting to go and say goodbye to their loved ones mm. who are sick. Uh, you know, it's 14 days. I can suck it up. It's fine. Do you reckon they're checking on you a little bit more because? You're Rebecca Gibney. Like I'm going to go check on Gibbo again. No, they again. didn't know who I was. Oh. They didn't know who I was yesterday. I actually had to say to them, "Could you not knock on the door during the day?" Because I'm doing some interviews today, and they went, "What are you interviewing for a job?" And I went, "No." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then- no, I'm doing an interview for my show. <laughs> so they didn't. They had no idea who I was. I'm not getting special treatment. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I hope one of them says, "I hope you got the job." <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll let them know later. Yeah, <laughs> that happened with my my sister moved back from Melbourne and she had to quarantine and she's just had a baby and she has a wife. Mm. And um, the the police officers that were taking him up to the roof for fresh air said, oh, yeah, we'll bring you back down and, and we'll bring your husband up for you because they knew they had a baby. And then when a woman walked out, she said that the look on the police officer's face was like, oh, damn it, we shouldn't have assumed. Ah, <laughs> 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 That's too funny. Well, I got escorted down for my 10 minutes of fresh air yesterday because mm. you, you get allocated 10 minutes. I went down to the little courtyard, but it was blowing such a gale that we both looked at each other, me and the, the nurse that was standing like two feet away from me, and I went, no, nah, mate, it's not worth it. Hey, there's been a lot of talk of Pack to the Rafters coming back as well. Oh, we were actually filming it earlier this year when COVID hit. That's another reason why I'm back in Sydney. I'm doing all the press for pub- publicity for Halifax and uh, in the coming weeks, we'll be uh, starting back on, on rafters. Because it's back to the, the rafters, which is a spin-off. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It's, well, it is. It's, it's pretty much, yes, it's just back to the rafters. So it's, it's, you know, it's a few years on from when we last saw them. And we were all concerned about Jessica Murray, but she wasn't going to appear in the reboot, was she, before, before she had a health scare? Uh, she was, but unfortunately she did have to, um, she had to remove herself because of the health scare. So yeah, yeah, she's no longer a part of it. Yeah. That's going to be huge. I remember watching that. Everyone loved it. No pressure, but so good. (laughs) 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 It's lovely to be back with everyone too. You know, Eric and I are still, we're great mates. We message all the time and I, and Hugh Sheridan and I, he's actually in, um, He's in quarantine in another hotel, so we're doing lots of FaceTiming. Very funny. He sent me over a bottle of spicy margarita mix oh, and a bag of ice the other night so we could have a quarantine drink together. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> That's so very much good. Him. I love it. That's so what good. are you going to do with the, the filming? I guess the, the script won't be able to have any kissing or close contact? No, they've changed. It's all it's all new. I've it's every production. Uh, my friend Jane Hall is working on Wentworth in mm. Melbourne, and she said it's really it's you know you walk on set and everyone's in full PPE and face masks and gloves. It's it's going to be an interesting time, that's for sure. Rebecca, you did get the job, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it, it'll be on at eight forty. Yes, <laughs> check it out on Channel Nine. Rebecca, give me a pleasure. Great to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Michelle, thanks for calling 131060 for last calls. What do you want to say? Oh, I'm ringing to have a rant about my family having a whinge about not getting any massages off me as I'm a massage therapist. Oh. just yeah. wanted to say, guys, I'm sorry, I'm just too stuffed by the time I get home. And my husband's one of the main culprits, but he's ended up doing FIFO, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> Is that why you said it away? Silver lining. Oh, see, that's hard, isn't it, Michelle? Because I love a massage, and I reckon I'd be okay. asking you for family member. I get it. Your hands are sore. You've had enough. Yeah, you just you just stuff by the end of the bloody day. But yeah. you know, you do what you can do. But stop your bloody whinging. I'm trying. I'm only one person. Yeah, get them to come into your shop and do it. Get them to pay. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm mobile, so I've um, oh. I can go anywhere. But the thing is, that I've got no bloody excuses except I'm exhausted. That's yeah. fair enough. See, I don't I don't like getting massages. I like to give my wife massages. Michelle, mm-hmm. you don't like a massage at all? No, like a professional oh. one. Yeah. I'd love a massage, but yeah. yeah, no, I don't have the time. Yeah, no, I do go. I go for a Thai massage sometimes. Mm-hmm. The lady stands up on my back and she stomps it. She goes, pressure yeah. okay? Yup, it's good. It's good. Yeah, deep, deep tissue is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, if you're not busy this Arvo, Michelle, I'll be here at Petrie Terrace. All well, right, well, was... hold on and let me know. I was saying that. We used to, you know, used to get like the, the, the one angels. minute angels, mm. but I used to hate that. I'm like, oh, one minute, come on, stay there. Mm. But we can't at the moment no. for COVID. Uh, well, yeah, well, they, they have their COVID safe plans, most people. We're well, not... we mean, we're not allowed people we're not allowed in the people office. In. Yeah. No, yeah. No, lucky we're allowed. Uh, Letitia. <laughs> Letitia's on the air. Hi. Hi. What do you want to chat about? Um, the Cardi B WAP film clip. Oh, mm. yeah, that's a. They got so many views. It's a roller coaster, isn't it? Isn't uh, it? <laughs> I think I, yeah. have a, I have a clean version I'm going to play here for people. Are you sure it's clean? Um, I don't know. It says clean. Okay. okay. So we'll see. Get your boots, hang your coat. This wet, wet, wet. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet, wet, wet. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet, wet, wet. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet, wet, wet. It's mm. wet as meow. That's what they're, they're saying. 
prr in the in the okay you, you yeah we got it yeah. yeah yeah well Leticia, if you like that I'm actually um I'm doing my version tomorrow yeah I can't wait to hear it <laughs> what say that is it now. as pow- empowering to women uh, no it's empowering. Yeah. I hope it is <laughs> it better be we want it it's empowering to children. Oh, yeah. that was a curveball. Yeah. It's, in the film clip, it, there's a lot of nudity. And do, do you think it's an empowering clip? Me? Yeah. Mm. I thought you were talking to Stab again. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I think it is. I think that women are finally taking hold of their sexuality. And I guess we're dominating the industry in terms of OnlyFans and all of this stuff. And mm. women are finally comfortable enough to do that. Mm. And men are coming out now and they're threatened by it, which is such a joke. Mm. Yeah, I find what, it weird the guys are threatened by it? it. I haven't even heard. Oh, well, they're saying that we're degrading ourselves. Like, I've just read so much mm. and just everyone's opinions on it that we look like SLUTs by doing it. But, I mean, like, how many men are in the film clips saying that, well, using us, like, as tables and putting their feet on yeah. us in rap videos? Yeah, I think it's but great, Natisha. I think it's a fantastic yeah. clip. Are you, I'm getting the vibe that you are an OnlyFans chick. Have you got an account? Oh, I don't, but I'll support all the accounts. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. That is what <laughs> anyone, is, anyone is comfortable doing they should do. Mm. I always say that with clothes. You mm. know, it's like, oh, should that person wear this? Should they wear that? I'm like, if you feel happy and comfortable, then wear it. I mean, Absolutely. a lot of the stuff should be cold in, ma- but ma- good for her. Maybe I'm the problem because I'm the same as long as it's not my daughter. <laughs> and I know that goes against everything you're saying, Letitia. It is. It does. Is that because you wouldn't feel comfortable with other men yeah. looking at yeah, her, that means that means that you look at them like that for you to be able and, to identify that. And I guess it's your job as a man to stand up against all that and say, "Hey, don't look at my daughter," and call them out because if it makes your daughter yeah. feel good, why does she have to be uncomfortable mm. for other man's actions? Yeah. It's just not on. No, and I agree. That's why I've, I don't. I don't. Uh, well, I mean, he can do what he does in his own time. But I had a big chat with my elder son about porn, and I was like, "I don't don't agree with you watching it if you do." So, but. I know. As I said, I'm part of the problem. It's all empowerment. But if I knew my my daughter was doing that, I'd be like, hmm. She's getting yeah. If she was Cardi B, I'm making making the coin. As long as they're happy. Mm. Uh, Michelle, you're on. (laughs) Hi. Hey, today is my first day at work. Hey, Hey. don't stuff it up. Are you you running late? What time are you supposed to be there? Um, so it's really, really chillax, so I don't have to be there till 9.30, so I'm on my way. I've taken the kids to school, Great. and I'm doing this mum life, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way to work. Oh, what is it? Job. So I'm working at Coastal Cookie Co. at Ormo, um, and I'm going to be helping her with the social media, with inquiries, marketing, so yeah, it's a really cool, um, awesome environment. My boss is Megan. She's been a contestant on the, the you know, that Adriana Zumbo dessert oh, show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's um, got her own business, and it's just going gangbusters. So, oh, look at that. You um, haven't even started yet. You've already got free <laughs> advertising on the radio. What a marketing manager, <laughs> hey? Okay. Get your bonus. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tuesday and on Tuesday we do a tradie chat Tuesday but if you don't listen early in the morning it's like prime time 20 past six mm-hmm. and my hubby comes on for it he loves it takes it very seriously and he always goes I need to talk about that on the radio and nine times out of ten I go no <laughs> don't that doesn't even make sense I don't even know what you're on about we got the one today well here's the thing mm. He says this, and I always say no, and I said no to this morning, mm. but he just gave a call anyway, and it was about hand signals, universal hand signals when someone's got something wrong with their car. Yeah, like a flat tyre or something's falling out of the back of the ute. How do you signal to them without them thinking you're an ice addict waving at them and in traffic? And you said to him, that's so great, Scott. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. So he sends me a message saying, okay. you don't even know, know good radio, hey? Nah. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm not going to say anything anymore. I'm not going to monitor it. Okay. Oh so no! Wrap <laughs> no. yourself yeah. in. Yeah. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I'm done. Maybe. See, so okay. you've, just, you've just been doing it for too long. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. You don't know what's fresh now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. I'm done. Thanks. Uh-huh. No thanks. Download the podcast to hear it. It's it's good stuff. When I reply to messages and stuff, I do it like quickly, and I'd never proofread what I've sent and sometimes you know autocorrect or maybe mm. I've just got fat fingers and stuff mm. um, but a lot of people have sent me um, since we started on our air fryer um, 
escapades, mm. like air fryer cookbooks, and yep. say, hey, get this, get this, get this. And I just quickly reply, I need this in my life. <laughs> but um, it's been saying I need this on my life. And I've only just noticed oh. in a message thread there, and I know it's not a huge one, but it really does display this is just a pity reply. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just being polite. I, I need this on my, my life. Yeah, you know, so I yeah. apologise to those people. Mm. I won't proofread, but just no. No more cut and paste, eh? Yes, no more, no more, no more cut. Doing a pork roast tonight. Oh, looking forward to seeing you do the play-by-play. I hope you can do the crackling without having to remove the crackling. Me that too. Because that feels like you failed. Yes. Mm. yes. Good luck. Thank you. I do enjoy the text messages. Every night, Stav will send me. <laughs> it's like watching Stav's Kitchen Rules. It's good. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but no, thanks. I haven't been nailing sleep at the moment. Not sleeping well. Oh, old man issues? Don't they sleep more than most people? No, you think so, but they find it very hard to get comfortable with their aching bones and <laughs> wake to wake. leaky bladder. and mm. yeah. uh, Don't know what it is, but it's annoying. The last night I was like, you know what, I'm going to get an early night and go to bed early. But Love It or List at Vancouver had already started. Oh, <laughs> such a great show, no matter what the country. <laughs> you can't. You have to see the reveal. Will they love it? Will they, Will list, they list it? it? Oh. So, that went out the window. Shows with reveals at the end. Thanks, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt. Get that fun feeling in the morning. B105.